Stop staring at me, dude. I don't like when you give me eye contact like that. It makes me freak out. Is it because you know there's something there? No, it's because I feel like you're looking for something and I have nothing to offer, and so I'm like... It's because I found something. Looking. What'd you find? I already found it. It's right in front of me. Is it your mic or me, dude? Because I'm in front of you right what now. What am I looking at right now? You're looking at me, but you need to cut it out. <laughs> it's freaking me out. This is... The Default Podcast. The podcast that starts when no other podcast will. I'm Josh, and a part of this new rigmarole that we're doing, which I just totally mispronounced, um, I'm going to talk about who I am a little bit, because we haven't really been doing that. So, I am actually a writer and an author, and I have been uh, published in multiple web publications, as well as uh, my own stuff on uh, videogamebard.com. And then I also have uh, copywriter and consultant job work that I've done in the past, um, just working on basically making people's words sound nicer in a lot of different varieties. So that's me. Make your words sound nice. And I am joined today by... Me. Or with... Me. Here I am. I'm here in all my gusto and my glory. Me. And what I do, I'm a published photographer, commercial director, and I own a couple of small companies, whether... Actually, that's a bunch of different random stuff. So I'll just leave it at that. A couple small companies. Right and in those... What? Running those day-to-day. Running those day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, and decade-to-decade, which brings me to something, actually. We are about to enter a new decade, 2020. That is 100% And it's freaking me out. Honestly, it's freaking me out, too, a little bit. I think I'm having, like, a weird sentimental reaction to it. Most of the time, New Year's is, like... I forget until it's like the night of New Year's and everyone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, right. shoot, I'm right. not doing anything because I forgot to plan. And then you don't think about New Year's resolutions. But this one, because everyone's been talking about it for so long because of like the decade ending and all. Have you seen those like memes and Vine compilations on Instagram of like these are the things that happened in the decade? And it's like making you remember stuff from like eight years ago when you were growing up. And you're Stressful. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I'm like, it's all ending. In reality, it's just like. <laughs> Another day, like it right, goes it's the 2019 same. 2019 into 2020, but somehow in my head, like segregating it, it is freaking me it's out. It's 10 years though. That's a whole decade done in the past, and it's one that's been totally different from everything else, especially for us, because it's it was a define like it was my defining decade. I feel like your defining decade. Yeah, I mean, really, g- growing up. Yeah, a lot of my like. What if you do some dumb crap in the next decade? I mean, like so far, well, it has been the biggest defining. Like I feel, I feel like. The teen years for anybody is, like, one of the biggest defining decades. Oh, man. Right? For I, most people? I don't know. I hope not. I hope my I mean, you can definitely change me. stuff, but most people, like, are going to develop their brains up to the level that they're going to be as an adult in those 10 years. I don't like, know. I feel like... The you... amount of stuff that you're learning and the skill sets that you're le- leaning towards at that point should technically be what you're establishing yourself. I don't with. know. I feel like the, the decade of, like, 20s to 30s is where you settle in and you really figure out, like... Because a lot of teens, I feel like, is just confusion. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Man, how many majors did I go through in, in college? Well, I mean, that's like that's like a normal teen angst thing. Like, I'm not saying that you have to figure everything out by the time you're this age. Right. I was just saying, as far as development is concerned, most of your personality is locked in by now. So, I hope you figured it out in the last 10 years. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. For you can grow. Everyone. I mean, everybody grows and everybody changes. But, like, as far as development goes... Adolescence, dude, is huge. 13 prime. to 23 was the last 10 years. Uh, yeah, for us. Yeah, 13 years old. What were you like, doing at 13? What was your day? I have no idea. I don't remember anything about 13 or 14. I don't remember any of it. Are you like, I'm the same way, but I are you like you can't really remember exact years or ages yeah, that are associated with them and whatnot? There's certain years that I remember. I remember like 17. I remember that because that was the first time I went to college. So then I had like a... 
Right. I have like some a, a marker almost where I'm like, oh yeah, this is what happened when I was 17. And then I remember 20, well 23, I remember a lot because I'm still 23, I guess. But um, other than that, no. Um, yeah. I remember 10 years old. I remember that because specifically I got uh, uh, my first pocket knife for my birthday and I immediately cut my thumb on it because I am dumb. That but is why you know that you're 10? That's why I remember being 10, and someone <laughs> brought me for my birthday a bunch of kiwi, and I'm pretty sure I asked for it. Dude. Because I loved kiwi. Do you still like, like Kiwi's great. Yeah, I like kiwi, but it's not worth the work now. It's Definitely fuzzy not. on the outside. You Way too intense it. of a flavor, I feel like. Um, I still love it, but it's not worth the cutting. And I don't like it on its own, I it's guess. A, it's irritating. I could eat kiwi all night, but the problem is if you get an unripe one, hells no, then the kiwi's ruined. Totally true. Unripe kiwi, we say no. This is the default podcast, Sterling. And with this podcast, of course, we're going to be talking about all sorts of different things. And um, we always say, listen, take the best and leave the rest. We always say that. We always do. And this is a podcast about learning, realizing your own potential, um, figuring out maybe the goals that you have. That's something I think uh, I'd like people to glean from that sort of thing. Like even just honing in on what you want to do, like those sort of generic things. And then we hope to be able to give you little tips and bits of advice along the way with it. So, Tips and tricks from Josh and Sterling, the boys yes. that you're listening to currently. So welcome back to the Default Podcast. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, and with this, we're going to start to introduce specific segments for me and Sterling. So I'll start off with my segment and what I'm talking about this week. Now, we kind of brought up the decade. I feel like that's a really good topic and something that um, we could really glean stuff from because it's super important to reflect and a decade is a perfect time to do that. New Year's resolutions, like you said, are totally uh, a valid time to do that too. But this one's bigger because it's a decade. This one's freaky. So going into 2020, my question, Sterling, for this segment, and I'm, I'm throwing out some of the other stuff I have written down because I'm curious what you're going to say about this. Right. Going into 2020, what are like the past 10 years, you kind of, I feel like, I mean, me too, just not as structured. Now going forward, looking into the next 10 years, as you're preparing yourself, what are some like goals, aspirations, or even just like processes going into this next year to take you into the next 10? Okay, so this may sound weird, but the only thing that I seem to be able to find consistent is that everything always seems to change. Like everything that I think I want or I think I have a passion in is changing. It's great. So I think what that means for me is like, for this decade or this new year's coming up is just being super aware of my change. Like what's changing in me. I'm hoping that, like we said, when you're growing between 13 and 23, like I said, in college, you change your major five times. I'm hoping that as you get older, yes, there's change, but it's more gradual. So maybe one big change over the course of five years, as opposed to like three major changes and four style changes in the course of a year, like you might do in college. Right. So because of that, I think I'm just trying to listen to myself a little better, like my personality and what I really enjoy and what I want and what I like, and also allow that to have room to grow and not get stuck in my own, like, this is what I do. I'm this kind of guy. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, get stuck in that. So I think that's going to be my approach for this new year. I don't usually take the new year with much sentimentality. Is that the right word? That's totally the right word. Whatever. Um, I don't really take it that seriously, but like I said, this year's kind of freaking me out, and I think what I'm actually going to do, I think... Why is it freaking you out? Like, I think just because it's saying goodbye to like 10 years. I know it's not, it's okay. nothing actual, like nothing real is happening, but in my head, like, man, it's this the is, end of a chapter since it's starting something new. This new 10 years is going to be nothing like the last 10 years because no, there's no 13 year old like growth of like, I don't understand how the planet works right. <laughs> now. 
And this is why I was kind of what I was saying earlier about to me, this is going to be my defining decade because this is really where I'm going to settle in into like, like super settle in into who I am, what I do for work, the kind of human that I am, am sure. I a nice person. Like yeah. the changes are going to be much more gradual than like when it was in high school, which it was like 15 year olds. You might've been a jerk to people. And then 16, you're like, wow, I have to be nice people. There's crazy changes that happen. Um, so I think this year on either on new year's or right around that time, I'm actually going to take time and like, Ooh, sit down and go through the last 10 years. Like literally wow. think about it. And I, I'm deathly afraid of that because there's a lot of stuff that I don't like genuinely, I don't want to think about in the last 10 years, even the last five years, there's stuff that I just don't want to think about. Um, and I think, I think there's going to be a healthy, I think it's going to be healthy to do, look at it objectively if I can and try and just understand it, learn from it, accept it. I don't know. I guess it's almost like I want to accept it before it leaves, if that makes any what sense. What are you hoping to learn from it? Or Nothing is it in particular. more just kind of... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've taking, never done... Taking, like, an inventory on it, seeing think, the things. Like, I mean, reflecting at all on decisions you've made is smart. I mean, yeah. That's how, that's how learning works. But, like, is there anything you're, like trying to deal with specifically by yeah, doing that? I mean, like it seems like there's like a there are something like, you're almost trying to face. Yeah, there are breakups that I'm trying to face. There okay. are relationships that I'm trying to face. Relational there are stuff. self like personal decisions that I've made that I'm Dude, trying to face. Dude, relationships are so hard because like I was thinking about this the other day because they're they're so intense or like and you're caught up in the moment a lot. Um and especially when you're around someone, like mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. around a person they just have a very distinct draw on you. Yeah. But it's weird, like with distance, way that people fade. And over the course of several years, seeing that happen in my life with multiple people, mm-hmm. like just the way I view relationships is like, oh, it's like anything else. Like if you're if you're not going to bake your pizza, the pizza is going to remain uncooked. But if you take the time and you bake it, you got a nice pizza. Dude, I, I lost it. I, so I here's, I get the analogy. <laughs> here's I how it translates. It. If you're actually doing the thing, putting in the work into the relationship, then yeah, it'll it'll come out a little bit better. Right. Um, but at the, at the same time, there are other outliers. Like the oven might just burn your pizza. Yeah. Totally. And there's just nothing you can do about that. But like with relationships, I just like, I know for me, like they're so intense in the moment and like, they're so devastating when they end. Oh yeah. But looking back, I look at all those people now, like even just 10 years in yeah. the past, the 10, like people I've dated in the last 10 years. And I'm like, Oh, like none of them impacted me as much as I thought, partially because I think, I was so in the moment, you know, the fact that my, my heart wasn't as dedicated to something that I thought it was, um, kept me from that. But it's also a good reminder that when you're in those situations, like you got to be aware of the fact that like being in the moment, just, you can lose sight of things. I mean, we have friends and and people who, have you ever had someone that who you're like, that person's in a very clearly bad relationship, Yeah, like like a detrimental, like like sapping relationship, like parasitic almost. I'm sure I've seen it, but I can't think of anything. But anyway, I guess like even when I've had a friend that's like that, if you try and talk to them about it, it's like they can't freaking see it. Yeah, you're totally blind It's like a brick wall. Yeah, it's weird. And that's that's just how things, I feel like people are in those moments in their day-to-day. So like, I don't know. I I don't really have a point necessarily other than the fact that like relationships are super hard. And I guess like as you look back at that, like keep it in mind. Like I feel like for you though, dude, like 10 years from now, like the potential oh, yeah. for all the relationships you can forge is so much greater than all the stuff you mess up yeah, and not between that, 13 and 23. Just the, the potential of like what, like if you can learn, learn how to learn, learn yourself well enough in these next 10 years or even over the last three, for those of you that are younger than 20 or younger than 23, whatever, whatever age group you are, 
if you can learn how to learn quickly, then man, there's a whole lot of like happiness to look forward to in the next 10 years. So it, that's another thing too, is like with the new years, yeah, comes a like a weird kind of farewell if you choose to look at it that way. But there's also a whole lot of new, which brings its own fear, you know, it brings totally. its own kind of scariness to it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, yeah, I think dealing with that kind of stuff after a little bit of time, you start to get unemotional about it. You start to be able to see it objectively. Like you said, when you're in the moment with a lot of stuff or with a lot of people, it's really, really hard to see it clearly. And that's why I think it's so important that you have good friends around you that are watching out for you because that's basically your only outlet to an objective view. Sometimes, sometimes it is because you blind yourself all the time and you need to have people around you. That'll be objective with you and honest, even if you don't agree with them at the time, you can build a rapport just by saying, hey, you know, you told me, hey, don't date this girl. Well, I dated this girl, for example. And then three years later, I realized it was a mistake. And I'm like, you know what? Josh told me the whole time. You have to build rapport over time. It doesn't mean like your friend didn't listen to you. So now you stop giving him advice. Like, anyways, <clears throat> that's what I think about the new year. And that's going to be my approach to a whole new 10 years. You know, that is very interesting. Did you have like anybody like suggest this to you? No. This I think... exhaustive like look back or is it something you're just trying to do to no it's because i kept seeing all those things on instagram where they were like i said posting all these songs that got popular like uh yeah all those uh man i can't even remember the names of them. those old like rapper ones man why am i forgetting all of them <laughs> dang are you talking are... about the spotify no, stuff no, no no what are the ones dude the um like b.o.b like eeny meeny miny wait is that the right one lover mm-hmm. what's the other one dang Bro, it i have no, no idea what you're trying a, to sing there's right a now. specific one where they're like um Shoddy fire burning on the dance floor. You know that song? That sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, that, anyways, those songs. So they are popping up? Yeah. They're, they're playing. People are making mashups of all this stuff that I'm remembering oh. from like a long time ago. And it made me feel weird. Mashups are bad. Nostalgia, It was freaking dude. me out. And then they were posting stuff of like like iCarly or whatever stuff you used to watch Ooh. growing up. Phineas and Ferb mixed with those songs. And I was like, whoa, this is like a weird past that's leaving now because it's I'm gone. going into this yeah. decade as an adult now. And so it's going to be totally different. And that's what made me like dang, I haven't thought about all this. Do I need to like reflect for a hmm. little bit? And that's why I said, I don't know what's going to happen or if this is really a good I'm idea. I'm curious. Honestly, I, I'm curious like what you get out of it. I'm Because I feel like it, it could be super valuable. It could be. So. I'm honestly very terrified of it. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like letting myself embrace emotion like that. Sure. To be honest, it, it's freaky to me. Um, so I think I'm going to do it because I'm freaked out about it and see what happens from that. Do but. it. All right, Sterling, I have one more question about this decade thing. Show me. Just one. And I hate it when people ask me this question, so I'm going to make it a little simpler. I want you to give me, if you have one, I don't know, if you have one goal for the next 10 years, just one goal okay, of something. It doesn't have to be a product or like a, like, I want to build 75 muscles. 75 muscles. Okay. Well, if there's two ways for me to think about this. One, if I'm being smart and I can only have one goal, I would pick a generic goal. Well, like, I, no, I wouldn't say like don't oh, choose okay. just one goal. It's like reveal one goal to us right now. Reveal one goal, and then we can hold you accountable. Well, I have revealed one, so I will reveal a different one. Okay, that's the one true. I did reveal was to be able to be open-minded and yeah. like listen to myself as I change, be open to that. Two, I guess just like become very get my business structures like very stable. Um, and like making a lot more money as generic as that sounds. The models. Like, no, this, yeah, that's a I big mean, deal it's though. Not, <clears throat> at this age, I'm trying to set myself up to like be set in 30, 40, 50 and like have my businesses running and right. have failed like a million. So <laughs> I guess, yeah, keep my, just 
get my businesses running very, very smoothly and a lot of passive incomes rolling. Um, other than that, that's probably just one of my main goals over the next 10 years. We'll see what happens. And just that kind of goes along with the other one too, though, because my approach to that is to fail a lot until I figure it out. So I guess to fail a lot is also a weird goal. But that's it's, is a, also it's an interesting goal. Do you have a re- goal you're going to reveal to me? Me? Are you going to leave me alone out here on the limb, on, on the, the pirate limb? ship? On the I plank. could just cut off the golem and you'd fall the to your limb. pirate ship death. I could. You, Colonel, that's what you would be. <laughs> if we were in a pirate world, you'd be some... <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like corn colonel. No, you'd be a pirate colonel. No. Not a pirate colonel. What's it? The that... king's colonel? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I know, know what you're you'd saying. You'd be a, a ship boy with a... You'd be have a nice, sharp, like, bend, like, slightly bent sword. And Ooh. I'd have, like, a jagged dumb sword yeah you'd have like, like the do-rag like oi yeah. like in the corner hauling yeah. the chucks yeah and i'd try to murder your ship but you'd have like strategies and i'd be like ah <laughs> and then i just run away drink some rum but you'd never catch me because my boat's fast but i could never steal anything because you had too many <laughs> strategies anyways that's how it's gonna that's josh and me josh and i if we were hey i, what, I didn't tell you what decade when was that when was ship when was all that going down like piracy what years it was still that? happens okay but the you know the piracy Porch pirates bro about, I'm talking about the pirates I'm talking about. Arr! Yeah, you know what ones. I want to do? I just want to leave a box of my poop on the porch for those porch pirates because they tick me off. They're called porch pirates. What even? What are you talking? People about? People who steal like Amazon packages. That's called a porch pirate. That's what I call them. Someone. I I, it's not my that. term. Someone told me it. Dude, I'm googling right now. When did pirates? Dude, exist. They they still. Let's see how close you are. When did pirates exist, Josh? Oh, you want me to guess right now? The era of piracy in the Caribbean began in the. Hmm. <laughs> Probably like the 1500s. Yes, sir. 1500s on the dot and phased out in the 1830s after the navies of the nationwide Western Europe. You, your strategy boy, the navies. North America with colonies in the Caribbean began combating pirates. The period during which most pirates were successful was from the 1660s to 1730s. There you go. Those were the pirate days. Yep. That's when they were exploring a lot and people were, yeah, taking advantage of pillaging. Yo, ship and yo gold. Why were they traveling with so much damn gold? Because that's what that was ha- what was happening. People were f- like going to Africa and like getting all the gold. And, and then people were like basically yeah. And then other people like, would show mm, up yum, and take them. Sir Francis Drake was like a super pirate killer. Sir Fran, that sounds dope. Like he was known for. How like, is there not movies about him? I'm sure there are. Dude, dude we need to make better ones. Better Sir Francis need, Drake. I need movies. some more Pirates of the Caribbean movie style stuff with like. I'm starting to love that they're doing like old stories like Ford versus Ferrari, getting good actors, old stories with dope. Whatever you want to call it, I know what you're saying. I'm excited for that. Let's do a movie about Sir Francis Drake. Let's do it. Who's the, who's the, who's the be, who's the best pirate actor? Johnny Depp, hundred percent. I don't know we about Johnny that. Johnny Depp. He's a little washed up now. Who's a little, who's the best? He's makes the best pirate. I don't. There, there's who's a better pirate? Uh, I actually like the other pirate guy better. Which pirate guy? The f- villain in the first one, Barbosa. That's his name. But he's like. Okay. Hmm, he's like a point. super cool pirate. He's like, mm, yeah, he's too pi- he's pirate. He's yeah, like you're right. super captain he's pirate. He's like, yeah, he is. He's whereas, super evil captain. Whereas like Jack Sparrow's like the pirate you can't trust. Like, yeah, that's true. The mm, pirate who wins point. in the end. All right, I see your point and I reject my own very well. You know, I didn't ever answer your question. Oh yeah, your goal. Um, I would say a goal of mine is actually to start a family. Oh, that's fair. In the next 10 years. Wow, you're, Okay. Now I feel crappy that my goal was No, I have other goals, too. your goal was to have a family. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the one I'm revealing. Josh has a wife. Here, I'll do one I'll do one that you guys can keep me accountable to, because I'll eventually have a family, just even just for messing up. So um, I will also put out there for a goal 
that I'd like to write a book by the time I'm a 33. Book? Do you have a page count? What 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 is it? You want me to give you some like, like when would you at what point would like would you be happy? You want me to hand you a rubric with all the Just give me one little rubric point. Do, I like, wanted to be a book I wanted 20 pages. I mean no, that's not that's not a book. Okay. So I guess so yeah. Point? I I would say I'd want it to be um the way I picture it right now, because mm-hmm. I've already started working on the concept for it, mm-hmm. is 20 pages per chapter. And it's like and it's 10 about, chapters right now, so it's not a big book. It's like 200. A, uh, 200 pages? That's that's roughly? that's if it's exact to that to that count. It's probably going to be more than that because I write too much. Josh told but, me his book is about two lima beans that experience... Um, euphoria after euphoria after committing a, a horrific crime. Yeah. Oh, oh my and god! And they found their new lot in life as criminal lima beans. Criminal lima beans. Crim- lima criminals. Criminal beans. That is a fact. I'm ruining my life right now. Anyway, I don't know that that is I, like actually saying the page count aloud doesn't sound like a lot, but even just having like a finished thing like that would be a big deal for me. So that's fair. Ten year. No one reads it just so you can be like, mm-hmm. that's have yeah. it on your shelf. Well, that's the thing about books, dude. Like, you, it's. Who knows if anybody's going to read it? That's what they say now, though. It's much more of a credibility thing than it is a make money thing. Credibility and if it's good. Like, if you can if you can catch people, make it interesting at like at the top, and then you keep it good the whole time, they'll read it and like it. That's how things work. Like, if it's good, people like it, mostly. As If like they can't freaking find it, though, that's the problem. Yeah, so, so. if you write something good, you yeah. better not hide it under <laughs> a bushel. Well, I don't know if I'd even want to publish for, like, sales that one specifically. That one's more like a personal project, but um, eventually... Dude, I want to write lots of books. You could write a million. I don't books. know if I can't even write one though. That's guess, the that's the first goal. Well, hey, let's find out over the next ten years. Uh, right. Twenty twenty, here we come, writing books and making business and making solid. making babies. Mm, okay, I am for you. I have no idea where <laughs> I. No, anyways, I don't want to talk about my family plans because I have none. <laughs> How you guys like that? Everyone out there is like, oh, dude. I feel like more people would relate to you actually. Probably, I mean, most people probably aren't married like you at 23 that i wonder i don't know i don't know the statistics i don't know the statistics too many before less people now i feel like well i know my parents got married young that's what i'm saying like back in the day it was very normal that's true sterling what this has been the default podcast but i have before we leave one last segment for you the default segment the default segment I have a challenge to pose for you this week, Sterling. Accepted. Because I happen to know that you have a very high opinion of your music choice. I actually don't. I think I listen to music that I like listening to, but I don't necessarily think it's like existent, like incredible or anything. I just have like music that I listen to a lot that I like, and I have lots of reasons that I like it, but I don't think that I have like a Mozart taste. I feel like... Mozart taste. I don't. You know what I'm saying. I don't feel like I have a. Uh, oh, what's the word? You know, Hans the Zimmer, who tongue. understands all the no, intricacies it's not of like music. A, it's not like a um, art. It's not articulate. What's the word I'm thinking of? Like a um, high level taste. Okay. It's just like a personal taste. Yeah, so yeah. I have my own personal taste, but I don't think I have like. Everyone should be coming to me for playlists or anything like that. But my question and the challenge I present to you. Define my music taste. Define your music taste. 8-bit. 
8 bit. I just give it that generic category. Yeah, if it has any type of 8 bit vibe. And this is coming from someone, I don't really <laughs> listen to your kind of music much, and I only know a little bit about what you listen to. Okay. Well, so, I was actually curious how I'd much say you even 8-bit, knew. And I'd say a bunch of like old, weird I was going to say, you sit in my car sometimes. So like, I would say you play stuff that you've been playing for the last like 10 years and it hasn't changed. Okay. Or 8 bit video game stuff. Which I don't hear 8 bit video game stuff. I'm talking like, I feel like you still play like 303. And like those kind of old. I have a couple ones, of their songs in like, my rotation. Or whatever. So I, I will admit <laughs> that's what I, I figure. But I don't really know. What do you listen to nowadays? Bro, I have a trash music opinion. My only reason for bringing it up, and a trash like, just taste style. I feel like I don't even have any definition for it at all. But my reason for bringing it up was just because I was curious. Well, if you could even figure it out. Figure out what? Just with me, because I feel like you are like a passerby a lot and you observe things i do but won't comment on them and i know i do weird things especially my music taste is kind of weird so i was just curious what you'd say yeah i mean i but I it, doesn't, I it doesn't bother me like when you well i hope it wouldn't car, bother you well we're never in the car i'm not like <laughs> oh these songs like i don't, I don't oh, okay know. but there are some people that play songs that i just don't like actually not really much anymore though um there's some songs i don't like lana del rey i don't get it i i think for me it has no pacing or movement and so i'm just like I just get bored, but some people like that stuff. So I don't get thing. Lana Del Rey. This thing with music is like everyone's got the. I know a couple of my, our friends, Jerry and Liz, love Lana Del Rey. I don't. I don't get it, but I respect the fact that it's all these people listening that love Lana Del Rey. Why is I that? Why is it, it that people like have different like, like one person hears the triple drum and they love that, but then this guy hears dubstep chong chongs and he's like, yeah. I think it has to do with one your experiences for what you notice, and two. I know it sounds weird, but two what you're looking for out of music. For me, I'm looking for it to give me an emotion or make me feel a certain way that I don't feel. That's almost always what it is. Like okay. If I'm listening in the car, I want music that's going to put me in, like, shoot me this direction with my mood. So that's why I said, like, reflecting on this New Year thing is weird for me because I'm going to purposefully let myself go down some paths mentally those, yeah, that yeah, I don't yeah. really like going through. So that's why, that's what my music taste is somewhat based around. And so there's certain songs I can't listen to, certain rappers I can't listen that was, to. I was going to say, that almost to. sounds like... It'd be dangerous because you're like it is because it's following the journey affects me, dude. I can't I can't help it. Um, but because of that, I also have a lot of artists that like make me feel a certain way. Bozzy, Post Malone, Billie Eilish, those people. Honestly, I just love their production. I think they have the most amazing production quality. I'm all about it. Anyways, do you um, feel like you have gotten to the point where you can understand distinct sounds? Yeah, like definitely. like via artist. I mean, like yes. signatures almost. To a like, certain degree. A lot of artists use different producers. For example, Eminem doesn't have like a one producer. Sometimes they get samples from tons of different producers. So, yes, but his rap style has his own thing. But sure. if you're talking about distinct sounds, like how deep does that go? I don't know. I would say it depends on... Well, I was just asking like about. you specifically, like how how tuned in you are with your things. I'd like, like to think I'm pretty tuned in, but I don't know. I don't know how right. you could put someone... There's also imitators and people that pull from see people's style i listened to the other this girl the other day that sounds just like billy eilish her like production style and i was like dang this sounds like billy eilish but she was not billy eilish so some people figure it out and some people don't it's a sad fate yeah but uh I, I don't know i think everyone's just got a vibe they like to like rotate off that vibe you know that bit. is that is wise it is wise i didn't really think about it in that way i don't get anything out of music See, Zero. I don't get how people are like that. Well, I, that's not true. If, if it's if it's a certain like if there's a a special song like a special moment, especially like okay, so like I have songs that I tie to moments or like tie it right. to like uh, things that are super emotional. But mm-hmm. outside of that, dude, like 
I used to listen to songs to get angry as a teenager. Mm, yeah, I used to do that. I feel like that's a teenager face. It's a super do. teenager. What thing. was your anger song? I just would turn on like a hard rock song or like a, a playlist. Any in particular? I listened to a lot of Evanescence because my is. girlfriend at the time was listening to Evanescence. I don't even know who that is. It's a chick who is like a hard rock. Sounds like a, like a Paramore kind of thing. Very much so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and that was weird. That was a phase. Yeah. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have a freaking like music taste or any sort of definition. So, like for me, it's it's such a bizarre thing that people like you are like so enraptured and gripped in these different music artists, yeah, and what they make you feel and how you. It. I feel like music literally dictates almost everything for me. Like it yeah. dictates my videos. It di- dictates my inspiration. Like, and I'm just now figuring this out over the last over the last year how much of a role music plays in my life. But I can't even edit properly to the wrong kind of music. I just I can't figure it out. I it just it, it does. It dictates the pacing. It dictates how you feel and yeah. your videos or anything like that has to match that. Pacing. That's so interesting. Like pacing, pacing, I feel like pacing is everything, dude. Yeah. For me. For me. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like I said, I don't necessarily think that I have like what is the word that I can't think of? Um I don't I can't. It's tell like you. a oh man, it's really bothering me. That I kind of understand word. what you're trying to get at though. I don't think I have like a like a Oh, I'm so irritated, dude. What is the word? I'm going to sit here for 30 years until I figure this out. What, what is the word? I have no idea what you're even... Describe it. Like, like a high level, a high quality. Okay. Like of a, like opinion? Like taste? Yeah, I don't think that it's like a... Curated? A, ooh, a respectable necessary... Respectable? Well, respectable, it's respectable. It's not, it's not um, like award Revered? It's not, yeah. It reputable? It should be like award winning. It's not like something crazy outlandish. Like this guy's taste is amazing, but it's very... For me, and I have a lot like specific reasons why, and so I think that I, I now I lost my entire train of thought, but I don't know. But yeah, music to me, I feel like I I don't get people that can drive without listening to music. How is that possible? I listen to like radio stuff basically, like podcasts now. But my dad listens people to talking. When he drives. I can't do that. I can't either. I you mean, I'll, I will. I will to think every now and then actually, like because that's when I've started to realize the best time for my thinking. Driving. Yeah, because it's it's I'm by myself. I have to be typically, and I'm mindlessly driving, like for 15 minutes. So yeah. I have time to think. Yeah. Uh, so I've been doing that actually a little bit more, but if not, it's just podcast, bro. That makes sense. Yeah. This has been the default podcast. Yeah, Speaking of podcasts, you can email us at the def- our default podcasting at gmail. Oh my gosh, I almost said it wrong. It, like we said, guys, we're about two weeks. Yeah, we're recording. we're getting back into this. So it's a little rough. <laughs> um, either way, we're gonna be structuring this a little bit. Um, more closely and like we said we're trying to really nail down what this podcast is about um, and why we have you guys here for those of you that have been here for a long time you know it's been through quite a few iterations yeah lots of iterations priority changes right Um, and for those of you are still listening now I'll just tell you we're kind of heading in the direction we're trying to help well our thesis now is to help people like realize or actualize their potential Um, because we're young we're figuring life out too and we're trying to do it the best way possible do it properly be smart uh, make good decisions and just set ourselves up for the future right. and not waste this time away while we're young. And that's kind of what we're doing. And we're hoping that you guys can kind of click with us as we learn because we're not like the kings of anything. The other thing is like we we, we could use accountability. Like we're freaking learning. So if you if you know something we don't, tell us. No. Or give us a tip. Oh, I don't okay. Know Sterling doesn't want to know. Yeah, keep your crap away from me. Just kidding. Yeah, send a DM or something like that. Anyways. Default so, podcasting at gmail.com for now is the way that you can reach us. It and is. We are setting up a Twitter to, yeah, to be able so, to reach you guys 
sooner. Do we have a couple things like that in the works uh, to make things a little more streamlined? So hopefully we'll be able to benefit from that going forward. Yep. But until then. Until then, drop a comment. This is the time we're making changes. So let us know that you're Let us know what you think. And you'd like to hear and see. Well, not see. We're not doing video. That was a nightmare when we tried that. It was pretty rough. Oh, so difficult. We're just not ready for it. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. Eat your share of salmon this week. How much is this share?